Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Turtle and I are going out to dinner. You two better behave while we're gone. And most importantly, no improv. If I hear any yes and, you're getting the back of this hand. Well, Vince, it looks like we've got the Kame house all to ourselves. Yeah, we do, Aaron, and you know what that means. It's time to throw a banger of a We're Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We're going through every iteration of Dragon Ball, episode by episode, and performing improvised scenes based on what we watched. And you don't have to be a Dragon Ball super fan to enjoy the podcast, because each week we do a one-minute roundup to catch everyone up so you can enjoy the latest and greatest episode. Yes, and... What the shell is going on? They're doing improv all over the Kame House. They even put on flannel shirts. We're Kame House Party, part of the Moonshot Network, with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't close out a promo while I'm yelling at you. Finn. What's up, Andrew? Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but what would it be about? You know, I'm I'm glad you asked because I am <laughs> rejuvenated and re-energized uh-huh. and ready because I just got back from an indie podcasting summit today. Did you really? I sure did. <laughs> Are you wait? <laughs> what? So a little while ago, I took a uh, I took a poll on an indie podcasting website that was like, "What do you think the future of indie podcasting really is?" Uh, and I was like, "Boy, let's fill this out." Uh, I posted it in the uh, in the Discord. I don't think any of us, and I don't think any of the other uh, hosts on the network did this. I don't think you did or noticed it. I think um, I did. I think I did do this because I remember it. I remember this. <laughs> and at the end, there was a sign up that was like. Do you want to sign up for the Indie Podcasting Summit? It's on a Thursday during business hours. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. And I said, you know what I do? And so How I signed up for it. it. <laughs> well, I, I watched some... Uh, I watched webinars while I was uh, busy doing my job. If anyone at my office is listening, um, first of all, how did you find this? Uh, <laughs> the only podcast I've told you all about is Mild Mannered. Why'd you make the jump? Um, but secondly, no, I was actually doing work while I had this on in the background. And I had to skip some of the interesting parts uh, during, like, while I had meetings and stuff and was actually, like, <laughs> doing work that I couldn't have stuff on in the background during. But otherwise, I watched uh, I watched some um, some seminars, and they were bad. 
They were bad. They weren't good is what you're <laughs> you did not come away. You didn't network. You didn't learn anything. It's, it was <laughs> So I couldn't really network because I had it like on my tablet and I was like, Fair. well, I don't really want to like jump into a chat room because again i'm at yeah. work it was yeah scheduled for a thursday, thursday on a work business hours thursday from 10 to 4 uh i have stuff going on during that time um and so i got to i got to join uh the end of a segment called how to launch a mini podcast great um, yeah which was basically just like hey make a podcast that's like 30 minutes or less and then here's how you can promote it. Basically, the thing that I got out of this is that I should be making a newsletter that emails people whenever my podcasts go live. Well, listener, this is your reminder to subscribe to Moonshot's newsletter. Yeah, well, no, this is we're going to set up a new one that every oh. Thursday you'll get the same email that says, hey, Andrew and Riley have another episode. Well, I think the idea is that we would then do a little paragraph where we talk about like, are weak up to that point to make the listener feel connected to us, right? No, you want the uh, you you want your newsletters to go out and just be as bare bones as possible. All you're really trying to do is draw eyes. That's an RSS feed. I I want to make that clear. You're describing an RSS feed, <laughs> and they already have one of those in their podcast app that alerts them. You've you've you're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, <laughs> the next one that I went to was. Uh, it was called Leveraging Podcast Ecosystems to Gain More Listeners. Um, okay. It was literally just an ad for uh, a different podcast host that had analytics built in. They advertise so much different podcast data that is absolutely meaningless. Um, <laughs> Riley, I've never once cared what countries are listening to my podcast. No, no, it does. I, I, I am sorry to my my dear friends in Denmark. I am not going to start narrowcasting to you. <laughs> I will start narrowcasting to Finland. Hi, Vita. Will you catch Hi, up? And get to here. But Denmark, no. The Danes get nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> like I was like that would that would matter to me if I was trying to advertise a specific thing. But it's not like I'm going to be like ah, I have a massive like. Indian audience mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. to start advertising non like yeah. it's right? not gonna like work I, it's not gonna work um they also could let you track to see uh when people were listening to your podcast what the useless uh, yeah like what what your hot spots were for your podcast um yeah useless like I know I when people you know when people listen to my podcast Riley when it comes out. comes out i don't care about like when you listen to it what i care about is that the, you you click the play button for five to ten seconds which makes it list as a download and uh -huh. then i go well that's a larger number than someone else's and then i feel good like yeah they were like they they had a poll in the chat that was like which of these metrics do you track and i was like downloads and reviews i don't really need to track any other podcast data right like There's legitimately what, 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 what it, do? it doesn't do anything to me to know that someone's listening on google podcasts versus pocket casts versus overcast no that is it's it's nothing it is absolutely nothing i don't care i guess it's if you have advertisers but like i don't know how does that affect them who gives a shit? That being said, this one goes out to you, Spotify listener in Denmark. You know who you are. 
I, this one's for the Danes with the booming systems. <laughs> who listen between two to three. <laughs> one guy is going through the backlog years from now. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's me. His, checks his watch and it's just like, oh, I don't know any, uh, any Dutch. Is that what they speak in Denmark? No, d- we can't go down this road. No, they, do they just fucking speak Dutch? I'm an idiot. We sound the most no, American sp- we've ever sounded in our lives right now. What do they speak in Denmark? Danish? Danish? Yeah, because the pastries. Okay. No, that doesn't. This is why. This is why during while well, we were playing Borderlands the other day, I was like, I was explaining why Danishes are called Danishes, and I forgot the word Denmark, and I was like, Dane Lind. <laughs> I got nothing. Riley, we've already lost our most valuable listener. I'm so sorry. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, and then I started to listen to another, another, another one that I actually thought was going to be a really good session. It's okay. called What Fiction Can Do for Nonfiction Podcasters. All right. Okay. What do you think that panel's about? I think that panel is about how utilizing both Fiction elements and nonfiction elements can bring out the best in, you know, some of your entertainment creations or having fiction shows and nonfiction shows together on the same network. They can, you know, coexist and draw listeners into each other and get them all interested in similar things. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was going to be the second one. I thought it was going to be, hi, what I've learned doing fiction podcasting and how it can affect your nonfiction podcasts. And you know what? There's value in that. That'd be really cool to listen to and like see what that overlap is and get that kind of data. Mm-hmm. No, um, the thesis statement of this was when you're hosting a podcast, you should tell things through story rather than through listing facts because that's how people remember things. Do you ever think about how like I was listening to the anime sickos and they were talking about how when business people talk about books, what they mean is like five new ways to enhance your profits. Mm-hmm. And like, they only think of things in terms of business it was yeah this was i signed up for an indie podcasting uh convention and it was just like how to make your indie podcast more corporate and that's not you you failed you failed god damn it i'm i'm glad you went through that so you could tell me this and i could take it in as a as a secondary source here but i'm sorry you had to sit through that shit I, it's one of those things that like, I try to keep on, I want to keep on the up and up. I, I sacrifice so much for this network, right? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I read newsletters and I follow things like this. And, uh, I feel like I, you, you take enough, like you learn nothing that you haven't learned through experience. A hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. I have not, I have not learned anything that hasn't just been like, Oh, just do it right. <laughs> if you turns out don't fuck up, you'll crush it. Yeah, if it turns out your nonfiction podcast is better if it's interesting than if it's not. Oh, word. Thank you. Let me go ahead and uh, let me let me write that one down. <laughs> I don't know. And- I went in trying to be excited, and I walked out just like, well, that was an ad for a. That was just literally just an ad for a hosting company that I don't remember the name of uh, 30 minutes after I was done with the event. 
<laughs> Andrew, can I can I take you on a on a better journey in a better direction? Can I pull you out of this slump and remind you why podcasting is beautiful? Yeah, I uh, only if it's a mini podcast. If this is more than thirty minutes, then I don't know that we'll keep an audience. Are we going back to thirty minutes? Give me an idea. <laughs> this, is, this is a suggestion from uh, I've got two suggestions on my board. I'm looking back and forth between them. This is a suggestion from our good friend Jay, uh, Extreme Salsa Ing, which I just I recently realized was Extreme Salsa Ing because I had been reading him as Extreme Extremes Lasling for a long time. Like Extreme Salang, yeah. <laughs> Extreme Lansing, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a podcast where you That's fight just... using no weapons, only your abilities. Andrew, what would you say your abilities are? Uh, firstly, I do want to say uh, Extreme Lansing is just Ypsilanti. Um, <laughs> Narrowcasting your Michigan jokes, you <laughs> this one, This one's for the Midwesterners with the booming system. This one's to the guy in Ypsilanti that listens. I know that you're listening between 6 and 7 p.m. using Google Podcasts. Why are you using Google Podcasts, you freak? I don't know. Google Podcasts is dying. They officially are pulling the plug on that one. So That's good. I recently got Mandy off of Stitcher, and I've been so happy about that. Yeah. Because she was like, wow, my podcasts are stopping in the middle of them constantly. They turn off and on again on their own. And also, I can't find every podcast I want to listen to. And I was like, well, what are you using? She's like, Stitcher. I'm like, oh, there's, <laughs> yeah, your, there's your problem. <laughs> Let me get you on Pocket Casts. The problem is, if you're, if you're, <laughs> listeners, if your uh, podcatcher wants to be a pod platform and like host their own podcasts, Get off of that platform. Mm-hmm. It it's doesn't too late work. for them. I'm including Spotify in this list. <laughs> um, if you got iOS, you should download Overcast. Overcast is the best listening experience for podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's the best. It's my favorite app. I miss Does it. Does anyone day. still use Apple Podcasts? My wife, Sam. Sam, you deserve better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've tried. I've I've told her so many times. She just doesn't believe me. <laughs> It's worth it. Tell her Mandy switched from a podcast <laughs> app to Pocket Casts. Don't be specific. Uh, my podcast abilities. So we're fighting. Are, Not podcast, podcast abilities. Your abilities. My abilities. Okay. I'm a good. The problem is that a lot of my abilities are podcast abilities. <laughs> well, um, they can be. You can be the podcast specific person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know how to edit a podcast and make audio sound good. Okay, that's I can not take a two really different good... mics at two different okay. levels and oh. equalize them in a way that it sounds like people are just talking to each other. That's not as no, making that's... a podcast. It doesn't help me in a fight. That doesn't help you in a fight. No, <laughs> this, this is not. Can um, you? What can you? What can you do now? Again, I can't stress enough. When you're saying two mics, I, was, I thought you were going to connect them with a wire and swing them around like 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 a like a nunchuck, which you couldn't do because that is a weapon. I could do that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's a um, weapon. It doesn't count. See, okay. I know how to cook. Uh, no knives. Those are weapons. Right. But I, if I had to fight using, I guess you, <laughs> the ability, ability to, to cook. cook. That's that's like using the fists, environment, right? Like you can, can I just you can like preheat the oven and get in a fight and then just like kick somebody at it. 
and kick them in it. Yeah. Well, then the then the oven becomes a weapon. No, I, no, no, the oven's you, you, you're the oven's not a weapon. It's it's a it's a stage setting. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, okay. It's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's an environmental hazard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you swap to the Final Destination version of the map, it's gone. It's not. It's a part of the map. Okay. Um. I don't have any fighting abilities. I have not trained myself in any martial ways and, uh, in fact, have truly uh, neglected my body in that element in favor of the podcasting abilities and the, uh, the, the, the gaming. Um, I've got good hand-eye coordination. I'd watch hey? it really cleanly if someone punched me in the head. Well, I mean, as long as you still have your glasses. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> Andrew, the podpocalypse is going to come for the two of us, and it's not going to look good. Oh, is the market going to dry up on podcasts? Uh-oh, no, is I all of more... the money going to leave? <laughs> the rapture happens, and the only people who are left are podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you are with your podcast network as a kind of roving gang. <laughs> now, luckily, I think we have enough people on Moonshot as of this point who can put up a fight that we won't immediately perish. Uh, yeah, I think we could assemble a group that could do a bunch of important things for me. <laughs> That's how I run it, anyways. Yeah. So, like, this Isn't works. Running a podcast network? There you Basically. go. That's an ability. Delegation is an ability. I, I should turn. Think, I know. I. So the problem with me is that I think of like what I do know how to do and I think what are my skills and I think I know how to cook and then I think of like the eight ways that I'm not very good as a cook um, and then I'm trying to like be like no I'm sure that would still come in handy even if I can't crack an egg to save my life. You can't crack an egg? How do you crack an egg? Poorly. I uh, <laughs> I fair. I mean I what I have the the okay so either a cup or a bowl or whatever I'm like putting the egg into first right? Mm-hmm. Take an egg, you you smack it on the side, and then you open it, right? You smack it on the side or the rim? The rim. Okay. I'm not I'm not bludgeoning the egg on the Well, you 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 crack it can, along the rim. Can I can I tell you something that might help you here? Uh, what's that? You should crack an egg on a flat surface. Like hit it against the flat surface cuz it's going to do more immediate damage that will help it crack smoother. I hit my egg flat against my counter and then open it. And that so tends I, to be safer. I've only only once in my entire life have I cracked open an entire egg on the counter. I've I've done that, and then the problem is that like the egg still stays together with like a membrane, and I try to like peel it apart, but it doesn't quite work. I think it's one of those things like pouring, right? Where you just have to do it quickly and with gusto, and then it will will do it. You have to believe in yourself. Like, you know, when you pour That's like a problem. lot of liquid out, you have to just like fucking do it, and then you do it. Okay, well, maybe I just need more <laughs> self-esteem in the kitchen, because I'm just like, this egg is going to ruin me. Now, see, you thought you didn't have a Riley therapist anymore, but I'm here to tell you I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> 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 Riley, you got a different podcast idea for me. I do. This is one from Cello Buster, our dear friend Alex Cheswick, um, bringing to us a suggestion that says, "I don't know, man. Just pick a TV game show and copy it. They can't call it stealing if they make if you're making a podcast, not a TV show, right?" Uh, to which they're correct. And Andrew, yeah, I got a podcast TV show idea for you. Uh, oh, you ha- okay? I'll close my tabs then. I. No, what, what do you got? What do you got? Tell me. <laughs> well, yours is probably better because it's probably made for an audio format. No, but I don't Andrew, have one. Tell me. Andrew, 
I'm sending you an image. I'm going to describe this image. I need you to tell me what, uh, what, 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 what monster catching game this is from. I sent Andrew an image of a pink blob with arms. It looks a bit like an armadillo. It has a green hat and a duck mouth. Yes. To- uh, this is from Monster Rancher. You're correct. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. That is correct. Andrew, okay. I'm sending yeah. you another image right now. I've sent Andrew an image of a blue and tan dolphin-looking guy. Um, he's standing bipedal, um, has you know fins coming off of his shoulders, a tan outline in his center, some gems on his chest moving down. He's smiling. He's so happy to be here. Riley, important question for you. Yeah. Is yeah. it a fursona if it is a lizard i think that's technically a scaly but i think right it's a scaly there, but is it like a scale there. sona or is that a... no no that's still a first soda i think okay there first soda's general regardless yeah. of which category okay hi coworker. it's uh i'm glad you found this one isaac um <laughs> from denmark i think i think this guy is Yu-Gi-Oh. that's right this is the neospatian aqua dolphin from Yu-Gi-Oh. Damn, got it. Andrew, I've sent Andrew a picture of a yellow thing with claws, a blue horn. It's diving forward in a running motion. That's a snout of some kind. This is Zeraora from Pokemon Unite and no other Pokemon games. That is absolutely right. (laughs) And Andrew, who's this fucker? That's uh, Vedamon, the Digimon. (laughs) Riley, you need better games. Uh, And finally, what is this? I've sent Andrew. Yeah. That's Gudetama, my nemesis, <laughs> the cracked egg boy. <laughs> Riley, how many of these did you think I was going to get correct? I thought you were going to get all of them, and the only thing I thought I would get you on is the monster rancher. <laughs> yeah, you come to me in my house, spouting monster rancher creatures, thinking you'll trip me up with a... a Dolphin persona. <laughs> it's the new coming to my house. Aqua dolphin. Yeah, it's Carly's persona. I get it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Riley, I got a podcast idea for you. Yeah, fucking hit me. Mama Yamcha writes in and says, Mama a bracket Yamcha? podcast of every kids' bop cover. <sighs> No, I'm fairly certain I saw this. Oh, no, it did say a podcast bracket, huh? Okay. Every Kids Bop cover. This is, we're that is doing legitimately a compelling a little bit. This is a less cancelable one song only uh, where we are going to, we're going to, you know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get retribution on my uh, first grade class. Because uh, when I was, when I was a kid, I... Had Mr. Leeson. He was a uh, he was a music teacher, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like we could bring in a CD to listen to a song while we did an activity at the end of the day. I don't remember what it was. It was like musical chairs or something. Uh-huh. And I brought in the don't say it CD that my mom had just gotten me for my birthday or for Christmas, which was the original Kids Bop. <sighs> Beautiful. And I thing. brought that in, and we were in like first or second grade. And the kids made so much fun of me <laughs> because I brought in Kids Bop to listen to. Oh. And all I could think was, we're kids. <laughs> Th- this is our bop. 
Why are the kids being so mean about the fact that I brought in a kit? This is the bops for us. Fuck me. I'm sorry I didn't want to listen to Backstreet Boys for the third week in a row, but there are bops for us now. Oh my god, dude. Holy shit. Okay. So this is going to be me taking revenge and saying it's time to figure out that Kids Bop 1 is the best one. Do you want to know? Okay, we're, that's an album, Andrew. We are doing songs. Take a wild guess right now from the from the cuff. How many numbered Kids Bop albums are there? Um, God, I want to say like 12, but I also want to say like 82. I'm going to say there are 40 Kids Bops. Andrew, I can't believe you got it dead the fuck on. <laughs> the last Kids Bop album to come out was Kids Bop 40, November 15th, 2019. We can put that on my uh, on my list of skills. No. Kids Bop 40 had 16 songs on it. Kids Bop 1 had 18 songs on it. Let's average that. Let's assume every Kids Bop album has 17 songs. 17 times 40. Andrew, can you do that math or will I ask Google right now? Did you say 17 times 40? Yes. Uh, 40 times 5 is 200, right? Yeah. 40, yeah. Uh, so uh, 200, 400, 600. Uh, that leaves us with 2. So uh, uh, 680, roughly. You've heard of 294 note streak. Now get ready, get ready for 680 kids as we begin the, the, the kids bop off to figure out who what the best kids bop song is. Riley Holy can shit. I'm into this. Can I read you? You said discount the fact that I that I had this one as my first album. Can mm-hmm. I read you the track listing for Kids Bop One, which is going to be the uh, quarter and semifinals of this bracket? Yes, the October 9th, two thousand one mere day, <laughs> a, a handful of days after September eleventh, Kids Bop One drops to a broken nation. What is that track list, Andrew? Yeah, we've got. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's I'm coming from the 20th birthday edition. You ready for this? Yeah, the 20th. This is, this is the original album as a re release in oh, 2021. Dear. We've got All Star. Okay. Oops, I Did It Again. Bye, bye, bye. All the small things. What uh-huh. a girl wants. Beautiful. I want it that way. Buy a mos. My love is your love. That don't impress me much. Great. Living La Vida Loca. Believe. Just the one piece opening. Yes. Steal my sunshine. Blue Daba D. Summer girls. One week. Angel of mine. Fly okay. and kiss me. These are all good songs. However, Andrew. Certifiable bangers sung by children, Riley. Let me. I think you are out of con- out of your mind, out of control. These if you are don't think bops. songs like Headstrong by the Kids Bop Kids off of Kids Bop 5 will make uh. it further. <laughs> or or songs like hold on I have to close the Amazon link for the Kids Bop vinyl. Back up <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I posted in our chat. Andrew Back Fire off, Burning by Kids Headstrong or take on you and you Oh, you have, you have, let's see, if today was your last day, 
by the Kids Pop Kids, originally by Chad Kroger of Nickelback, the hoedown throwdown by the Kids Pop Kids. Riley, I could get Montero "Call Me by Your Name" on by Kids Pop on vinyl. How do you think the kids nail some nights? How do you think that the front of that song sounds like, <laughs> like, like sonically? How do you so, some nights kids pop? How, how do you think they nail that acapella part? I'm hitting play right now. This is gonna destroy me. No, hold on. We have to do this together. We have to do this together. All right. Andrew, take this. Don't open it yet. We are both gonna hit that play button on the on the count of zero, counting down from you three. Got, you you still got time. Dot is up. Oh, yeah, I do. I do actually. Great thinking. Top of the minute. Top of the minute, baby. Some nights I stay up cashing in my bed. It's not as bad as it's gonna be. This could have been much worse. Well, that's because there's that vocoder behind it. It's doing all of I'm that. I'm pretty sure. I can't tell if it's just a vocoder or if there is an adult man singing behind everyone as well. There, it's it's an adult using the vocoder. Because they have a bass in there too, and none of those kids are singing. Yeah, none of those kids. <laughs> So the the kids pop kids drop onto the Fortnite island. Oh, oh boy, Andrew, do right, you know that there there were related kids pop projects like kids pop country, kids pop experience at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Futakana. There's a concert. Uh, they uh, no, this is in 2018. Kids Bop announced the fully branded Kids Bop experience at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Putacana. <laughs> they opened the kids. <laughs> There's also the Legoland Music Partnership. There's a Crazy Eight Fashions brand. Um, in 2010, they did a Kids Star USA Kids Bop talent search. Um, they were given celebrity mentors. So is it Gavin DeGraw? Why does that name sound familiar to me? He was one of the 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 celebrity mentors on Kids Bop. Gavin DeGraw is like a country guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He was one of the celebrity dance-offs. The celebrity, yeah, the celebrity fucking mentors. There's a serious XM radio show, Kids Bop Block Party, airs every Friday at 6 p.m. EST on Kids Place Live. And then they did the Kids Bop Radio, a 24-7 Kids Bop channel. Let's go, baby. Jesus. Oh, boy. Riley, I've got an idea for an entire untapped podcast market for you. Do you want the criticism and controversy section of the Kids Bop Wikipedia page? Yes, I do. This is way better than the joke I was about to make. Hit me with the controversy (laughs) section on the Kids Bop Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) Three months preceding the release of Kids Bop 10 in 2006, the online track list revealed to feature a cover of Fall Out Boy's Dance Dance. After finding out that Kids Pop can use a song without the original artist's permission, but needs their approval to change the lyrics, bassist Pete Wentz responded by requesting the removal of the color due to the song's sexual overtones, to which Razor and Ty, the producers, obliged and re-released the track list, eliminating Dance Dance. Okay, there's a second paragraph. We're going to break that down really quickly. Yeah. Pete so, Wentz found out that the kids were singing it and were like, that song is too sexual for children to sing. That's <laughs> you, a song about fucking. I will not have the kids bop to it. I do not this need This is the not a bop for them. 
I would like to. I would like it removed from the listing. So you can. Then this also means that the kids, Bob kids, can do whatever they want, but they need approval to change the lyrics. Yeah, that sounds right to me. In incredible conf information here. Are you ready for me to read the paragraph that starts a 2017 study on censorship? <laughs> oh, I, Riley, I need yeah. to tell you, uh, I've had the kids bop some nights playing in the background um, yeah. since we hit play. <laughs> yeah. And the song just ended and YouTube autoplayed popped up with an, a kids, you know, next yeah. thing. Yeah. And it said closer by kids bop. No. No, that can't be real. That can't be it's, real. It's probably it's the Tegan and Sarah song. It's the Chainsmokers song. Okay. Wait, it, they did not. <laughs> wait, wait. I was the, like, there's zero chance that they did a kids bop closer by nine. Inch that nails. song's also insane for for kids to like. I I know it breaks your heart. Moved to the city in a broke down car in four years, no calls. Now you're looking pretty in a hotel bar, and I can't stop. Children are singing that. This is not, it's a bop for them, Riley. In the backseat of your rover that I know you can't afford, bite that tattoo on your soldier, pull the sheets right off the corner. The yeah, children are singing that. They're, they're having a good time. They're eating ring pops. In 2017, study yeah. on censorship and kids bop found that replacing words and phrases in songs does not disassociate the original in the minds of young listeners who have heard the uncensored song, and that repackaging adult music as kids music does not remove the adult themes, even when the words or phrases are substituted. Christopher Bell, an associate professor of media studies at the University of Colorado, has called kids bop an abomination, end quote, because it censors language but not content altering specific words without changing or obscuring the underlying tone of meaning he explained i don't need a sanitized version of despacito i need six-year-olds to not be singing despacito because that <laughs> song is super dirty and kids pop does not always make that distinction <laughs> changing closer to say i want to fun you like an animal does not in <laughs> fact change the meaning of the lyrics involved we need someone is still getting funned <laughs> okay andrew i'm bringing this yeah. all home bring it home Kids the pod. yeah i this is okay this is what i was gonna pitch you earlier i think <laughs> this is my brother my brother and me with children this is this is your favorite episode of my brother or my brother and me with children this yes. is your favorite episode of friends at the table with children <laughs> We are going to do the episode of Mabim Bam, where they talk about Justin's vasectomy for 20 minutes. We're going to have three eight-year-olds read the script to it, but they're going to strategically replace a couple of key phrases so that we don't realize we're talking about an old man's ball sack. <laughs> what episode of Podcast Minds are the kids? Do we have the kids pop version of Andrew? We're gonna have a little eight-year-old going. I'm the fucking big bop. I'm the fuck. We have the kids do the AI episode. Yeah, we just take look. If we just take the bop that we already made, pitch shifted up fifty percent. That's basically halfway to kids bop, anyways.
There's an important difference in the tenor and the, the, the speaking. We're going to have a two eight-year-olds saying back and forth to each other, do you want to end the episode? I would like to end the episode. Do you want to end the episode? I would like to end the episode. Do you want to end the podcast? I would like to end the podcast. Are you trying to subliminal message me right now? <laughs> Hi-ho! Hi-ho! Hey gang, Andrew here. Listen, I don't have a full ad for this show because it's kind of a joke, but I did start a podcast where I'm recapping MILF Manor, the newest, hottest reality show on uh, the Learning Channel. It's a reality show where a bunch of MILFs arrive on an island and uh, they're supposed to date a bunch of other people, but it turns out the guys there are their kids. So naturally, I made a podcast about it with my mom. Come check us out. It's called Mild Mannered, and you can find it on the Moonshot Podcast Network.